Welcome back to the Trilateral Troika. This is Steve, along with the other Steve. Aha. And Ryan. Uh, today we're pouring one out for one of the greats, one of the late greats. That better be a 49 away. cent Bud Light, dude. Pat, listen to me, Pat listen Robert, to me, I mean, brother. Ted, Kaz- Ted Kaczynski? <laughs> yeah, listen to me, brother, Ted Kaczynski was right. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I feel like technology that would be more like gonna a, destroy us all, brother. That'd be more like a Jesse Ventura, like level quote. Yeah, right? yeah. Just Jesse Ventura would probably be like, you know, I, "I was out I've, there in the woods with Ted, <laughs> and I saw." I fully, I fully read technology and civilization, and I can say, you know, back when as a I Navy, was a as a former Navy SEAL, SEAL, this is what it means. You know when I did the Frogman unit. <laughs> Mean Gene Okerlund. This is my last peppermint. <laughs> Love this fucking thing. God, Steve, what are we talking about? I'm gonna give up. Well, today, gentlemen, we're going to be talking about disclosure. And when I talk about disclosure, I mean UFO disclosure. Let's go. I'm about to say, bro. Excellent movie. (laughs) Michael Michael Douglas using the VR headset to access the uh, the 3D (laughs) files to prove that he was actually harassed. That's the future that Mark Zuckerberg wants. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Wait, did I say Michael Douglas? Using a VR set. I meant Michael Dukakis. VR. What now? <laughs> Michael Dukakis? <laughs> anyway, disclosure of... Like, you mean like failure to disclose that you took every, every secret record you had at the White House home with you? Oh my god. <laughs> and then kept them in a hotel bathroom? It's the two-time. It's the, the two time. <laughs> the thing about that bathroom that's funny. Earlier today, I saw this picture where people are like, people aren't understanding the full picture because if you like look right above the shower curtain, you can see that the actual shower is full of boxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had somebody amazing. tell me it was a fake photo, and I said, "Oh, okay, okay." Here we enough. go. So I, I started because the indictment is public information. I pulled it up. And I, I control F and I found bathroom references to bathroom. And like it took three seconds to be like the description of where they found all these boxes. It perfectly lines up with the photograph. And I'm like, but you know, you don't it's need to do any of that. It was, but it's probably Photoshop though. It's not Photoshop, dude. I just love that the guy whose entire job was to hold the Diet Cokes for, for Donald Trump, <laughs> like he was the Diet Coke bumper, he got indicted through this because he walked into a room and because they had these boxes stacked up and they weren't really like maintained or whatever and they fell over and there were all these like classified documents spilled out over the floor and he took a he, he took a photograph of them and and he messaged them to other like aides saying like like what is this like should I could be concerned about this or whatever why would you and, send and, something that's top secret through a text message to and, other and everybody God. else was like was like oh, oh oh no what are you doing I'm and deleting just that like, off my phone but, immediately and deleting you as a contact out of my phone I don't fucking know you this country has executed literally executed people for this I don't know you nope deleting that but number just, deleting the photo the, bye <laughs> Conditions were so bad in the administration that the Diet Coke butler is embroiled in the classified documents scandal. It is just incredible. It, it, you know, I knew that, that the four years of his presidency was just going to give us just unfiltered and unfettered fucking laws. But I didn't realize that it would continue fucking three years later. My my favorite is still when he showed the, the classified document to, to the journalists and he was just like, ah. Oh, it's classified. I can't show you this. He's like, don't get too close. Nah, come here. <laughs> come here. Take a picture. Just turn the flash off. Turn the flash off. But you can take a picture. Just, just the fact that he's just like, don't, don't get too close. Just don't get too tour. close. Now this is this classified. Yeah, don't get he, too close. Chael Sonnen. I need you to get in here, yeah. but I don't want you to get too close because this is a uh, top secret. Well, I will. I will state that Donald Trump has never once stated that one of his uh, foreign, you know, like like no other foreign heads of state ever considered a bus to be like an animal, like a horse. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, Chael Sonnen has a story that uh, these two Brazilian MMA fighters, he, he talks about how backwards they were and like being from like the middle of nowhere that they thought like a bus was an actual animal. 
like a bus bus yeah like a like a like a bus like like hell? a like public transportation bus I, that they thought crazy. was like an actual animal oh my god jesus lay off the drugs but, to, but today as i mentioned we're going to be talking about ufo disclosure all right, we had some recent news in this front. So we are we did talking about the Pentagon, like coming clean with the fact is like, oh, there's shit out there, and uh, <laughs> we don't know what it is. Well, it, it is not that clear, and we'll talk about some of the older disclosure, and in the next episode, we'll talk about some of the more recent disclosure. And I say that mainly because the most recent uh, whistleblower to come out, he had said some things on in in some interviews. That, that go beyond what he initially said in the English language press that in an interview with the French newspaper he he essentially uh, went into some things that we'll talk about in the next episode that, that go above and beyond like the normal stuff that comes up when this comes up okay and who was that whistleblower uh that's uh Rosh Hashanah um, what yeah uh <laughs> Uh, Charles Grush. Charles um, Grush. Okay. Good old Charlie Grush. Big um, Charlie the, G. All right, go ahead. But, but the first part of the most recent uh, UFO disclosure came with the revelations that came with ATIP, which was the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program. This was initiated by Senate Majority Leader at that time, Harry Reid, who was a Democrat from Nevada. Um, and this was uh, an advanced aerospace... Uh, weapon systems applications program that would study um, unexplained aerial phenomena uh, also uh, what we commonly refer to as UAPs which is the new name for UFOs at the urging of his friend a Nevada billionaire and governmental contractor named Robert Bigelow any relation to Um, uh, Bigelow should be familiar to a lot of people Bob because Bigelow. he was also involved heavily in a lot of the stuff with Skinwalker Ranch. Oh, uh, yeah. And then his cousin Deuce, who was uh, the yeah. lead of the, the seminal the male 2001 Gigolo. film Deuce Bigelow, male Gigolo. <laughs> Deuce Bigelow is a chud now, though. Yeah, I know. It's yeah. very sad. Unfortunately. He's, he's, he's gone pretty far. Yeah. Um, but uh, talking right. about this... It, I was going to make another Rob Schneider joke, but then I realized I didn't really care. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares about Rob Schneider. I know, he's, right? He's what just a thinking? sad footnote in Adam Sandler's career at this point. But it's, it's very interesting. What? <laughs> I said surf ninja. Totally, totally blew up Steve's day for some reason. Uh, what? 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 <laughs> I was just well, choked. You, you said the thing that, that scratched the retro, uh, the record. <laughs> Surf ninjas. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Um, but the the whole thing too with uh, that that program and and talking about it is that it, it brings up a lot of questions um, because because um, remember Robert Bigelow and he's heavily involved with like Skinwalker Ranch and things like that. It comes up in like the documentary on Skinwalker Ranch that, that Jeremy Corbell had done, and there I, I believe there's like a History Channel show on Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah, it's a bunch. Yeah. That, that yeah. Well, there's, that, a, that, there's a History Channel show on 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 it. Is it like is it like a show or is it like a? I, I think it's reality. like an actual show, like the uh, the uh, the the vault on the the island in Canada that oh, that, that uh, one island yeah. that. I, it's Fuck not like Island. a series, yeah. yeah. It's just a show, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's just a show. It's not like they, a reality they, show. No, 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 no. no. Well, it, well, it is. It is kind of a reality show, but it's just what? more like well, Steve, paranormal. Well, yeah, Ryan, you you want you got to believe, you know. <laughs> it's it's just more like it's just more that following these paranormal investigators as they investigate what's going on at this place. Yeah, I got you. Okay. And uh, Robert Bigelow used to own it before the other people bought it, which I forget who, are they? who the guy who who currently owns Skinwalker Ranch. Remember, it was very odd watching the Jeremy Corbell documentary because, like, um, uh, like Robbie Williams shows up at some point, <laughs> who is the okay. uh, he, he's like an English pop star, and he he's just there, and then they're not just like this Robbie Williams or whatever. He's just there, <laughs> and he's just, just like. 
He's just like, Robbie yeah, Williams there's, there's, there's all these, there's all these things going on at this ranch here. There's all, <laughs> there's all these things. It's very strange. No one knows what's going on here. And it's like, it's like, well, you know what happened, Robbie motherfucker. That's Robbie there. Williams, and why, and why like, is the Robbie Williams was like, just treat me normal, okay? Like a guy on the street. <laughs> <laughs> Like, a, like, not even a guy at the Skinwalker Ranch. Just a guy's guy. <laughs> All right. But the uh, the ATIP program was uh, supported by Rar Bigelow, as I mentioned, and also by uh, Ted Stevens of Alaska, uh, a Republican, and David uh, Inouye of uh, Hawaii, a Democrat. Uh, the program began um, in the uh, Department of Intelligence uh, Agency in 2007. It was budgeted at $22 million over its five-year uh, five years of operation. Oh, so we're talking recent history. Oh, seven. Yeah, uh, Bigelow is uh, he earned his fortune because he was the owner of the uh, Budget Suites hey, Ryan. chain of hotels. Oh, seven was fucking fifteen. Shut the years fuck up! Ago. Shut the fuck! Shut your! Shut your! Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up. 07 was like two years ago, three years, years ago. ago. Shut the fuck up! I'm not listening. You remember when you first got like, like probably a beige. Like, you're 16, right? Somewhere around there? <laughs> That's how long it's been. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh. Um, <laughs> fuck you, bro. I'm so mad right now. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's fine, dude. We're all dying. Um, so, in 2010, uh, Bigelow Aerospace uh, moved into sort of like the, uh, the space sector, and they started designing habitats for the International Space Station. Um, and they also had uh, they had built two unmanned free flying prototypes that flew in 2006 and 2007. Oh yeah, they were a big and, deal for a while there. It, yeah, and they, they, yeah, they set up a module to the International Space Station. Um, Harry Reid is also notable because within his district is Area 51. Steve, you've been taking a few sippy pukes. He definitely this whole time I was like, bro, this dude is I definitely a little bit. You're a little off. lit, aren't you? A little off. <laughs> a little good. I mean, I'm here for you, buddy. Keep it going. I'm here for it. Keep it going, but yeah. You slurred a little take bit. Another, just take another drinky poo. I'm just gonna tell you right now, uh, you don't need to go anywhere tonight. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> I am virtually taking your keys. Oh my god. <laughs> He's just, Thank you. He's furiously staring at his monitor, wishing he could physically beat us right now. <laughs> yeah, I guess, right? <laughs> oh, he's, he's man. fucking assholes. <laughs> anyway, Harry Reid, Area 51. Um, when Harry Reid was asked about his performance on ATIP, he um, expressed pride in the program and stated, um, I think it's one of the good things I did in my congressional service. I've done something that no one has done before. That's um, that's it. What did he? Yeah, do? and he also expressed uh, reasoning behind his sponsorship uh, sponsorship of the program by saying, "I'm interested in science and in helping the American people understand what the hell is going on," and say that hundreds and hundreds of papers have been available since the program was completed, and most of uh, most of it, eighty percent at least, in public. Um, adding to it. I wanted in public, and I was made public, and you guys have not even looked at it. So he's just mad that, like, his ramblings weren't officially acknowledged? It's not his ramblings, but just the uh, the things that he certified through the program. Okay. So they were supposed to be released. Well, no, they were released, but he's just saying that, you know, you guys haven't been looking at the things that we've been releasing. Hmm. I mean, fair. It's it, it's 2007, right? Yeah. It's a totally it, different time in 2007. If you talk about aliens in 2007, remember, I believe the X-Files is still fucking running on network television in 07. So it's is not... Is it really? I, I think no, so. No, no it's, way. Yes. It, it's not before then. No way. I'm going to I'm gonna look it up right now. X-Files must have stopped like early 2000s. X-Files stopped before then. 2007 is like... X-Files stopped. Get out no, no, that's the, that's the second series. You gotta go with the first series. Uh, if you just look at IMDb, it says The X-Files. That's the second series. Yeah, it's gotta be the second there series. Was, there was a gap. Okay. Yeah, look for that gap. 
the X Files gap. I'll fill in this gap with uh, word from our sponsor, <laughs> Meundies. <laughs> Meundies. <laughs> Meundies. They're like Meundies, but they have cats on them. All right, I give up. Just keep hang going on, with the on, podcast. No, keep going with the podcast. Yeah, yeah. He either he either forgot what May he was tw- doing May 2002. or he can't find it. May 2002. So I was off by five <laughs> years, but pretty fucking close. Mm. But, I mean, you're still just outside mm, the, the area of... a decade. No, but, I mean, see, in 2007 to 2005, you're just... I mean, you're not the way that, you know, quote-unquote, UFOs are in the public consciousness like they are today, where you have literal cameras on fighter jets that see these little flying tic-tacs, and the guys flying the jets are like, I don't know what the fuck that is. Yeah. And now the Pentagon is saying, yeah, we're not sure what that is we're looking into. It. So it's not the same I think it's back bullshit. then. Back then you can have Congress people who are like, I don't give a shit about this. I'm not, I'm not interested in talking about fucking E.T. It's, it's no. Yeah. We got a black man in the White House. We can't be talking about no E.T. shit right now. We got more important things to deal with. <laughs> what are you, Strom Thurmond? <laughs> I've been here forever. In 2009, a letter from Reed was published by KLS TV um, uh, by the investigative journalists uh, uh-huh. George Knapp and Matt Adams. George the, Knapp! The, the same George Knapp of uh, Coast to Coast AM fame. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, where they state that ATIP was made, uh, has made quote unquote much progress with the quote unquote identification of several highly sensitive, unconventional aerospace related findings. With the quote unquote that will, millennials. That will likely lead to technological advancements and recommends the creation of a special program for specific parts of ATIP. Okay. Um, ATIP, uh, through a contract awarded to Bigelow Aerospace uh, Studies, uh, BAASS, um, has generated a a 494-page report that documents alleged worldwide UFO sightings over several decades. And the whole thing was found in Donald Trump's bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) Was found you, in the guest bedroom of Donald Trump. What do you guys want more? Do you want uh, a U.S. president and a scumbag in jail, or would you like full-on UFO disclosure, like actual I, living proof that there's a reality outside I, of? I firmly, firmly, one hundred percent believe everything that we are believing is UFOs is fully one hundred percent explainable by the United States military with technology that is not ready for the public we'll say domain for lack of a better word. I'm because, on board. And here it is. Here's the reasoning. If we had definitive hard evidence I'm just gonna alien, cut your audio here and be like and uh, we had to cut that out because <laughs> Brian started blaming the Jews for everything. All of a sudden, uh, we heard a glass break and <laughs> screaming of FBI, and we just had to cut it off. No, if the if we had definitive hard evidence of alien life, when mm. Donald Trump was president, there was no fucking way he would have been able to keep that to himself. Now, we all said that at the beginning of his presidency. I was like, yeah. two, I said two things. One. Hopefully he has good people around him, like a, like all the other schmucks who just <laughs> schmucked into like trying to make themselves feel better, right? See how well that worked, uh, right? And then uh, on top of that, it was he's going to reveal aliens right away. <laughs> yeah, like if they're real, there's no fucking way he could keep his mouth shut. He would be on his, he, he would fry his thumbs on the glass of his phone trying to post that on Twitter. My man's definitely going to let it up. That would be great. Not. Not to spoil things, but Trump did uh, did essentially comment on the whole like UFO alien thing. They just like don't believe it. Not not enough. Don't believe it like it's fake. Yeah, that, that he was just like, oh, that's that's nothing. That's what I'm saying. Like it has to be just military technology that they have advanced enough that is new to us that we'll see ten years down the road. In a quote unquote ten month report. It has not been released to the public, but focuses on reports, plans, and extensive analysis of unexplained aerial phenomena. Uh, according to uh, one former BAASS contractor, the BAASS uh, report was only a sample of the materials provided to the Defense Intelligence Agency as, quote-unquote, monthly reports were being sent to the Pentagon in addition to additional program updates 
that were all about UAP or anomalous phenomena. Hmm? The program also uh, funded and published 38 studies. So basically they're sending um, studies and all that to the Pentagon and just being ignored. Um, those studies cover a range of advanced exotic and theoretical aerospace topics ranging from detection, detection and high-resolution tracking of vehicles at hypersonic velocities to warp drive, dark energy, and the manipulation of extra dimensions. And also publishing a study on why the fuck airline drinks are so goddamn expensive when you're 30,000 feet in the air. Oh my god! <laughs> like, it's be- Ryan, it's because of the implication. You're gonna like put seven- that in your uh, t- tight five, there, buddy. It was like seven dollars <laughs> for like one of those like little airline bottles or airplane bottles, shot things that they give you. And it, I swear to God, it was smaller than like a normal shot. I was just like, oh man, how much is it? Seven dollars for this? It's airline fucking shit. I don't get shit there ever. Fuck that. It was fuck a long. That, it was a, it was a long flight. It was overseas, so I was like, fuck it. Nah, dude, just bring, like, some Dramamine, or just bring some Benadryl and go see the hat, man. 30,000 feet. 30,000 feet to fucking hat, man. Nah, because I'll be like that dude over the South China Sea opening the door of my fucking plane. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, you don't want that. Um, According to information that has been released by Ooh. the program, there are several videos of military jets encountering something that that they couldn't identify. Um, the release of these videos were part of a campaign by one Luis Elizondo, um, then working for uh, uh, what was referred to as To the Stars Academy of Arts and Science, who said that he wanted to shed light on the program. That just sounds like a, a shitty fucking charter school. <laughs> <laughs> to the Stars Academy. That was uh, Kanye's original name for his charter school. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Where you, where you have to eat sushi on the floor? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. The shit they came out about that fucking school is just spectacular. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. Um, the, the Navy confirmed the authenticity of the videos that, that he shared, stating only that they depict what they considered to be unidentified aerial phenomena. Susan Goh, a Pentagon spokeswoman, uh, confirmed that three videos were made by naval aviators and that they are, quote-unquote, part of a larger issue of an increased number of training range incursions by unidentified aerial phenomenon in recent years. So how come there's never any follow-up on that? Like, we never hear about any follow-up. Is it because it's like the CIA is going to them being like, hey, hey, that's, that well, thing you're seeing is well, our thing. Shut the fuck up. Shut the f- don't Don't bring any more attention to that. That's us. Well, well Ryan, how do, you, how do you follow up on something that just pops up and then disappears? I mean, the, the secretary could make I mean, another statement saying, hey, younger, listen, we are still investigating this. When I was younger, uh, we would just have a cigarette after, right? And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, people who listen to the show are going to get a much better joke out of that than you did. Because <laughs> he said, how do we talk about something that pops up and then just sort of disappear? <laughs> oh, fuck. Full, full disclosure, that was a bad joke. Uh, it, it should be noted as well oh, that Lou Elizondo is the son of Luis Elizondo III. Who is that? Cuban that name ex- sounds familiar. Yeah, he's the big disclosure guy. Huh. He's the coffee guy. Um, Isn't but, that the name of the president in Idiocracy? No, that was... Uh, no, that's that's Camacho or whatever. Camacho. Muchacho Camacho. That's what I'm naming this episode. It's Terry Crews with the fucking... Yeah, <laughs> like, no, I, know, I know who it is yeah. in real life, but... Yeah. With the the American flag Zubas. <laughs> you laugh. Are we are sliding closer and closer to Idiocracy Bro, Z- Zubas are already back. You know, they just have... They just have more cloth. That they're called. They're called runners. Al my balls was already on television. We just called it jackass. Yep. But uh, Alessandro, as I mentioned, is the son of Luis Alessandro the third Cuban exile who volunteered for Brigade twenty five oh six. His name kind of sounds like an Italian man, Alessandro. Wow, nice to <laughs> well, meet you. Well, he is. He is very. It's very Hispanic name uh, I because thought you were his gonna father. Say he's very Italian for a second there. Hey, listen here, Giuseppe. Listen, man. <laughs> because his uh, father participated in the uh, the Bay of Pigs invasion. Oh. Uh, Who are you calling pigs? Oh. <laughs> okay. 
All right. Uh, um, Alessandro uh, himself was born in Miami and graduated from Riverview High School mm-hmm. in Sarasota in 1990, uh, where he was a member of the JROTC uh, program. The JRPG after school program? Yes. Final Fantasy. <laughs> in college, Elizondo uh, studied microbiology, immunology, and parapsychology. Parapsychology? No, parasitology. Parasitology. Like About like parasites. Oh, parasitology, okay. So like tapeworms and shit, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, he would serve in the U.S. Army for 20 Just years, stuff, man. Uh, during which he ran military <laughs> intelligence operations in Afghanistan, South America, and Guantanamo Bay's Camp 7. Um, regarding his military career, Elizondo stated he, quote-unquote, dealt with a lot of stuff like coup d'etats, black market terrorism, uh, terrorism, uh, violent drug What parts. the fuck is black market heroism? Yo, listen, that is That random. sounds like a name of a hardcore band, like black market heroin. It's like black market heroism. <laughs> Just sounds like, it does. It sounds like a name, like a, a like a house band that comes on before Avenged Sevenfold. That's my, that's my next username, don't steal. <laughs> black market heroism? You're that's, right. yeah, that's pretty good. You can have it. Uh, violent drug cartels and all that kind of stuff. See, when you say uh, that that's when you say that kind of shit, it just sounds fake. It's like, oh yeah, and all that kind of shit. We dealt with all that. Okay, bro. Alright, all right, yeah, we did alright. You studied tapeworms, right? Just like fucking Rhonda DeSantis did fucking played with piss during his time in the military. Like, I don't want to hear about your your yeah, look at these service peas. Huh? Yeah. This pee's real well, yellow today. Well, he anyway, was tested I'm for diabetes. <laughs> Checking out. Goodbye. This pee tastes awful. <laughs> <laughs> Diabetic, sir? Yep. From 2008 until his uh, resignation in 2017, Elizondo claimed to work with the Office of the Undersecretary of Defense for Intelligence in the Pentagon. So he claimed he was a real smart guy? He claimed to work for him. Mm. Elizondo also claims that ending in 20, uh, 2012, he was director of ATIP. <laughs> what? Uh, this is Alzando, man. He gets around. They put me in a tip. I was the director. I Great ran time. the program I ran with it. the Iron Fist. Ran everyone, a tight thought it was, everyone thought it was Mr. Silverman, but it was not. It was me, boy. <laughs> Alizondo. <laughs> Big Ellie, they call me. Yeah, that's called me. <laughs> Alizondo told a reporter he thought that he might have been selected for a tip because of his scientific background. Work as a counterintelligence agent protecting American aerospace technology, and also his lack of interest in science fiction. What? How does that help him? Uh, according to the Department of Defense, the ATIP program ended in 2012 after five years. That's not that long. Uh, Elizondo claims uh, that he worked with officials from the U.S. Navy and CIA out of his Pentagon office was for it the program. And five? What five years was it? From 2007 yeah. to 2012. Yeah, those are sh- that's a short five years. Anything after but, 2000 is not a real year. But but he claims he worked with people until October of 2017. The internet sped everything up so much. I swear to God, like last year was 1999. Ugh, dude. Um, but but Alessandro is claiming that he worked on this program until 2017, uh, when he resigned in protest. Uh, for what he characterized as an excessive secrecy and eternal opposition. Hmm. Do you remember, um, do you guys, let me ask a serious question, do you guys remember being bored? Like, I never get bored. Born? Bored. Like, like nothing oh, to do. I was bored two hours ago. What the fuck you mean? <laughs> oh, I don't get bored. There's always something. It's crazy. No, I do know, I do specifically can remember times in my life where I've just been bored out of my mind. Right, you understand what I'm saying, right? Like, you yeah. could, there's always something for you to do, like, 24 hours a day now. And you can just pick that phone up, start, you can be on it for the rest of the fucking night and not sleep at all, you know? Right. It's crazy. I That's can sit there, though, say. and I can scroll on my phone and still be bored. At yeah. this point, scrolling is a habit. Yeah, that's that's literally like an impulse, like a like a reflex almost. I like that. Kind of like sounds like the George Carlin bit where he's like, "Do you ever look at the watch, and then you look away, and you don't know what goddamn time it is?" <laughs> I think my favorite thing is the fact that I still wear a watch, even though I have you know. Yeah, a I wear, phone in my but you wear an Apple Watch, right? 
No, well, I mean, yeah, but the the Android version, it's the Samsung Gear. Ah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. <sighs> Still awake, Steve? Uh, yeah. Okay. He's rallying. Uh, he's, he's rallying. He's rallying. <laughs> I'm going to fucking Uber Eats you a coffee. I'm going to Uber Eats you a pack of Newports. <laughs> Yeah, I'm only I'm only quiet because you keep fucking talking. Okay. So you... <laughs> oh my god. All right. Uh, Alessandro asserts that the understanding of quote unquote ignoring of these uh, potential threat, uh, threats is not the best interests of the department, no matter the level of political contention. Hmm. Uh, the New Yorker reports uh, that uh, Alessandro was hired to take over the program, which was an outgrowth of a government project awarded to business uh, Ben. And paranormal enthusiast Robert Bigelow, um, Bobby ostensibly, ostensibly to examine the future of warfare, but reporting almost exclusively about UFOs, including quote unquote a photo of a supposed tracking device that supposed aliens had supposedly implanted in a supposed abductee. Yeah, Bette Midler. I was gonna say JFK <laughs> Jr. JFK How's Bette Midler fit into all of this? <laughs> like RFK Jr. That guy's fucking crazy. Yeah, he's fucking insane. Um, his position in the AA tip was questioned by The Intercept and challenged by Pentagon officials, which spokesperson Christopher uh, Sherwood saying, Mr. Elizondo had no responsibilities with regard to the ATIP program uh, while he worked in uh, the Office of Undersecretary of Defense of Intelligence up until the time he resigned effectively on October 4th, 2017. There are way too many offices and too many secretaries and undersecretaries. Like, no fucking wonder, like, we're spending all sorts of just ridiculous money on the fucking military. It doesn't really need to be spent like that. Consolidate is what I'm saying. This is unreasonable to have this much you're saying that shit. we spend too much money on the military? Is that what Absolutely you're saying? Absolutely, I am. I'm telling you right now, that's a hot take. I don't give a <laughs> shit. I don't give a shit. Not one flying fuck was I'm giving being you sarcastic. by me today. I'm being sarcastic. It's not a hot take. So listen, like, here's the deal. If you, if they spent the money and appropriated the funds correctly, i.e. so that fucking people on the internet didn't have to raise money to buy Kevlar to send it to soldiers in Iraq. The amount of money that they spend cannot be spent correctly. It's too much. It's just fucking... It's too much. It's just, they don't... Give it to the motherfuckers who are sleeping in a tent. Okay, give it to them. Yeah. Like, pay they're, them They're correctly. terrible soldiers, though. I mean, oh, fuck. <laughs> anyway, in 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 response to the uh, the contentions of his uh, background, uh, Alessandro filed a complaint with the agency's inspector general, claiming, "quote unquote," a coordinated campaign to discredit him for speaking out, including Pentagon press statements asserting he had no official role in UFO research even after his role was officially confirmed. Um, in the Inspector General's complaint, Elizondo has also stated that he was the target of, quote-unquote, a personal vendetta from the from a Pentagon rival. Mm-hmm. Uh, Senator Harry Reid sent a letter to NBC News stating, I can state, as a matter of record, Lou Elizondo's involvement and leadership role in the program. Interesting. So the senator saying yes, the Pentagon saying no. So while the Defense Department is saying ATIP was terminated in 2012, after the acknowledgement of the program in 2017, the exact status of ATIP and its alleged uh, termination remained unclear. Uh, reports in 2020 confirmed that Elizondo's statement, along with reporting the uh, existence of the U.S. government's successor uh, to ATIP, were in the public record. Um, so after resigning from the DOD, Elizondo, in October of 2017, joined the To The Stars Academy of Arts and Science. Elizondo also distributed three declassified videos to the press that were made by pilots from the United States Navy aircraft carrier USS Nimitz Mm -hmm. and the USS Theodore Roosevelt, which became known as the quote-unquote Pentagon UFO videos. Those are the ones I'm talking about. This is the juicy shit I'm waiting for. Um... 
the release was accompanied uh, was accompanied by the uh, first mainstream uh, press reporting. That's how Ryan the answers the. That's the how Ryan answers the waiter at Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, this is the juicy shit I've been waiting for. It's, as, it's, as it's, he's like rubbing his hands together. It's when I go to Texas Day Brazil when I flip my little card over to green and they bring the spit with all the steak on it. Yes. Yeah, well, they, they bring you the, the sword with meat on it. I've been <laughs> waiting for. This is what. Well, I'm that was for. that was your first mistake, Ryan. Is that you flip the card you never flip the card <laughs> no the That's fucking a- waiter flips it to red as they walk away and as soon as they walk away I just flip it right back to green <laughs> the weird thing is Ryan started saying it in like every part of his life you know like <laughs> he's listening to a conversation in public now this is the juicy <laughs> this is the juicy shit I come for that is what it is his mom used to kick his ass about it because he would go into the fridge and pull like out like the cran apple aid and just pour it and say now this is the juicy shit I was waiting for <laughs> oh man I could keep this joke up all night so interrupt in me. April in April of 2019, the Navy acknowledged drafting new guidelines for pilots and other personnel to report encounters with quote-unquote unidentified aircraft. Uh-oh. Now, Elizondo told the Washington Post that it was the quote-unquote the greatest decision the Navy has made in decades. Elizondo just, I don't know what these fucking planes are. <laughs> <laughs> totally unidentifiable. Look at these fucking goddamn gabagoots from the goddamn Navy. They're finally making the correct decision that they should have I mean, made 20 they fucking years ago. You see how fast they are? Do you see how fast they are? They're fast than Luigi. <laughs> Look like a flying Tic Tac. All of a sudden, now the Navy wants to do something. Get the fuck out of here. Look like uh, John Leguizamo to a new, uh, you know, John Wick role. <laughs> so, all of this talk about uh, what the the reporting on the Tic Tacs and what Elizondo was saying is taking up. In April 2020, the United States Department of Defense released videos prompting Elizondo to comment, We are fueled by the Pentagon's significant uh, actions. And hope this encourages a new wave of credible information to come forward. According to uh, another commentator, uh, Gideon Lewis Krauss, Elizondo initially explained to the Pentagon in a memo that the videos would quote unquote help educate pilots and improve aviation safety. Uh, but in later interviews, he stated his goal was to shine light on the program he ran for seven years. Um, to quote unquote collect and analyze reported UFO sightings. Huh. So after joining uh, the To the Stars Academy, Elizondo <laughs> announced. That sounds terrible. I send my child to the Stars Academy. <laughs> <laughs> is it? I think, but if I'm not mistaken, it's not that's quite like, as good as Cinemax, but it's TV. Is it? Is it the the Stars Academy? Isn't that like the guy? Is that Tom DeLonge's thing? Yeah. Yeah. Tom DeLonge. Tom DeLonge oh, is, is involved it? in it. Oh, yeah. man, of all the small things. It's like a STEM... It's like a private STEM school, basically, if I'm not mistaken. But they have, like, yeah. aerospace and everything. Ah, else say it ain't so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Elizondo has stated in interviews that he believes that the UAPs might be from another dimension and that they might use hydrogen found in water to, quote-unquote, warp space-time and the U.S. government may be in possession of quote-unquote exotic material associated with UAPs. I've heard this recently. Like, exotic, there must have been huh? a recent oh, story I thought you said this. erotic material. No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 Space Horse 9. They're, they're Playboy, told- Steve. Good ones. <laughs> good ones. Good ones. <laughs> the ones, the pre-90s ones, you know? Yeah, listen, if you, I will tell you, if you watch Space Horse 9, you the women of the Soviet one Union ones. To understand the plot, it, it, it flows, okay? Flows these, were, these were Playboys from before, when women were still possessions, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Things you own. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh. Oh, but I heard recently that that's a thing. Um, We're talking pre-Napster Playboys. <laughs> so I don't know if it was a, a news story or what it was, but they were talking about how the United States government was potentially in <laughs> possession of, and they said it just like that, exotic material where they didn't know like exactly yeah, how that, to describe well, it. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that a bit in the next episode because the second whistleblower we're going to focus on, he talks about that type of stuff. Macho Man Randy Savage. 
Yeah. <laughs> you, oh, you, yeah. The, you, the un- lovely... Un- un- unidentifiable out there, you. <laughs> yeah. Can't the lovely it. Miss The lovely Miss Elizabeth has brought me the Elizabeth. samples. And I looked at the samples and I saw that these were the ones for the champ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It was flying like a Slim Jim. Yeah. Not enough. Yeah. S- listen, the neither, laws of gravity don't apply. Neither one to of the you macho has, man, Randy Savage. Neither one of you has sniffed enough during your impression. <laughs> Both of you zero yeah. out of ten. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It just reminds me of that Skyrim thing where his head's on the, the dragon. Like yeah, the, 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 the Macho Man dragon. If at some point imitating Macho Man Randy Savage, you don't act like you just hit a drip somewhere, then I it's just, just zero out of ten. <laughs> I just want to learn how to do the the Jesse the body. That's what I'm looking how to do, son. That's actually pretty good. That's, that's so the thing good. with the Jesse the body. The thing with all these impressions is that, I, and I'm I've been trying to get better at them actually, and I was just trying to learn how to do it. And, and the thing that most of the uh, impressionists say is that you have to shape your face like the person, uh, like how they shape their face when they when talk. they talk. Yeah, and it works. I'm telling you, like you can approximate people that way. I'm gonna so. do so. Okay, so then the next time I try an impression, I'm gonna shape my face like Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could probably do it. Yeah, <laughs> try doing it. Make Gilbert Gottfried face, and then try to do an impression. Yeah, not right now. Okay. After resigning See, I was from pretty the good. D.O.D. Alessandro. <laughs> no, I'm not doing it. That's pretty good, dude. Well, anyway. Back to disclosure. Um, but <laughs> but Elizondo, uh, Christopher Mellon, and Steve Justice, they would leave the To the Stars Academy in late 2020, saying that, quote-unquote, Tom DeLonge... I don't like Blink-182 this much. <laughs> yeah, is, is really focused on, entertain- on the entertainment side, so there's not a whole lot for Chris, Steve, and I to do. Our talents lie in engaging governments, Congress, international organizations... And we're ready to shift into second gear. Entertainment is one way to do it, but it's not comprehensive. Mm-hmm. Interesting. In 2020, the Pentagon acknowledged the existence of the program, similar to AA Tip, um, uh, called the Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon Task Force. Uh, the unclassified but previously acknowledged program was made public during a June 2020 hearing of the Senate Select Committee on Intelligence. Uh, The program has been given uh, classified briefings uh, to to congressional committees and aerospace executives for over a decade. Um, Former Senator Harry Reid stated uh, about the the program, it is extremely important that information about the discovery of physical materials or retrieved craft come out. So the Pentagon's like, yeah, we got a program. It's not the A tip that you're thinking about. This is more like the B tip. Uh, but yeah, sure, we'll, we'll declassify that. <laughs> oh man, at least it's not the C tip. <laughs> <laughs> now that would the dad joke level would have been. I hope it's not a Q tip. Oh, <laughs> yeah, something like that. He could have done the middle school level. <laughs> That's a D tip. <laughs> what is a D tip? I'll let you think about what a D tip is there, Steve. Oh, that's kind of a stretch, <laughs> dude. That's a middle school level joke. But that's I got why I said you. that. <laughs> no, no, you're good. Uh, the material studied by A tip um, <laughs> have been the subject of classified congressional. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just keep going. You're you fine. the way you slurred that. The, the material well, being said by A tip. There's two A's in the name. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! It's A A T I P. That's fine. Now keep doing it. Um, so <laughs> I'm sorry. The uh, materials that have been studied by A Tip uh, have been the subject of uh, classified congressional hearings aimed at understanding and identifying the potential threat to the safety and security of aviators within the United States. Hmm. Uh, The Navy has confirmed that in response to inquiries from members of Congress that they have provided a series of briefings by senior naval intelligence officials as well as testimony from 
quote-unquote, aviators who reported hazards to aviation safety. The contents of these briefings are classified, uh, but Senator Mark Warner, the vice chairman of the Senate Intelligence Committee, uh, who also participated in one of the hearings, released a statement requesting further research into, quote-unquote, unexplained interference in the air that could, uh, that could pose safety concerns to naval pilots. I is he worried about like uh, our F thirty five that can't fly in the rain is going to run into a, 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 a spacecraft that's potentially from another dimension? Is he well, worried well, about the idea is that the UFOs are going to run into them? But I think if you could travel between space and time, that you are not going to hit a fucking jet. I'm pretty sure that they know exactly what is going on. Hmm. Um, according to popular mechanics of the time. Uh, Senate Intelligence Committee uh, member Brigadier General Richard Stapp, who was the director of the Department of Defense Special Access Program Central Office. Well, crazy Again, way too about much fucking guy. money being spent with fucking nonsense. Go ahead. Yeah. Actually, you know what's uh, crazy about him is his first name actually was Brigadier General. <laughs> uh, <laughs> parents had high hopes for him at birth. <laughs> uh, testified the mysterious objects being countered by the military were not related to secret U.S. technology. Uh, what were they related to? Uh, something other than that. They're cousins. <laughs> he got all, like, up on our ear on that. <laughs> something uh, other than that. Okay, so according to, you said according to popular mechanics, but what did he testify, like, f- in front of who, under oath? Like, what are we talking about? Did he testify I'm, I'm in assuming, front of dog? I'm, I'm, I'm assuming testifying in front of Congress. Okay. Okay. Congress. I mean, not that that means jack shit, because we can go back through history and see people like, you know, a great American hero, Ollie North. Uh, you know, nobody ever Ollie lies to... Ollie North. Nobody ever lies to Congress, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Donald Trump also brie- was also briefed on the Speaking issue and stated... There he is. I did have one very brief meeting on it, but people are saying they're seeing UFOs, but uh, do I believe it? Uh, not particularly. Hey, you know, I did I did have one very brief meeting on it. Uh, you know, people are saying this, seeing UFOs. Do I believe you know, it? Yeah, not particularly. Wait, is that your Alessandro you or Trump? I can't do <laughs> both of them. They, like, kind of, like, melded together. Uh, wait, but who was it? It's supposed to be Trump, but they kind of, like, melded oh, together with Alessandro. It's not even close to Trump. <laughs> oh yeah. you, know, they, you know they're saying that this is happening all the time, but just, I, I don't see it. Just make I, your face I beg to differ. like a big poop. <laughs> you know when I saw Phantom of the Opera it was the most beautiful thing I ever saw I'm a big the, fan of the Alexander candle, the, the, the candle opera at the beginning of Phantom of the Opera was the most beautiful thing I ever saw Trump would be the kind of person that says oh I'm a huge fan of Elizondo and someone would be like well he's a gigantic liar and a criminal and then in the next breath he would say I've never heard of this man I don't know who you're talking yeah, about I don't know who you're talking about I don't know Jeffrey Epstein Ella who? <laughs> um McWest, a, a science fiction writer. <laughs> McWest sounds say a like, sci- a, like a racist Irish cowboy. Wow. <laughs> but a, a science writer and and, wow. and, and skeptical uh, investigator, he suggests that the uh, public availability and confirmation like a cowboy rigorous, toy you get at McDonald's, McWest. <laughs> um, no, it's literally a, of, like a sandwich, like a Southwest omelet or something. I'll take the it, McWest. It comes with bacon barbecue sauce on it. Oh and onion rings like the rodeo bird and a little like onion ring cowboy hat mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> but McDonald's hit us up we just give you a billion dollar idea the McWest the McWest burger we're already doing it it's not but they're, they're gonna get it confused with Kanye and they're gonna think we're Nazis oh shit <laughs> um, but McWest had this to say about the subject it would be fantastic if there was some good evidence of something new to science uh, so far, there isn't. Um, a, a number of researchers, including Benjamin Radford and Robert uh, Schieffer, have pointed out that uh, mundane explanations, such as the misidentification of distant jets or ordinary contrails, are probably behind the incidents that people are reporting. Hmm. Yeah, contrails. The- contrails would make him look like a fucking tic-tac is flying around at 30,000 feet. Okay. Um, the astrophysicist uh, Lou uh, Golub 
has stated that those reports have a, a number of possible explanations, such as, quote-unquote, bugs in the code for the imaging and display system, atmospheric effects, and reflections, neurological overload from multiple inputs during high-speed flight. In a similar vein, a physicist, Don Lincoln, uh, pointed out that while the pilots of these reports um, have have thought they saw what they believed to be unidentified unidentified flying objects, uh, since far more plausible explanations exist, he proposed that what these pilots were seeing is something with a more ordinary explanation, uh, whether it be an instrumental glitch or some other unexplained artifact. So you're going to tell me a $350 million jet is having instrumentation glitches that is showing up on their heat-sensitive radar, and also the pilot is looking at it with their own two fucking eyes, and this guy is saying, well, probably not. It is incredible the lengths of people will go to hand-wave this kind of shit away. It is mind-boggling what they will try to say that... Oh, so, you know, the pilot really wasn't paying attention. Are you and a believer? The six, the six million dollar, you know, infrared tracking system that we have in there just happened to fuck up all of a sudden out of nowhere. Never been reported to be fucked up before, but all of a sudden now it's fucking like, yes, I'm a believer. Of course, I believe there's something. Man, that was late. <laughs> but like, oh, oh I'm, I'm definitely they, a cynic, but I believe I leave it way. I leave it open. So. I believe that there's UFOs more than I believe. It just so happens that everything came together in a perfect storm for these pilots to be wrong and the plane to be wrong at precisely the same time. I believe UFOs already came. They deposited pork roll in central New Jersey, and that was it. I believe they came, saw humanity, and were like, <laughs> deuces, get the fuck out of here. And now they lock the spaceship doors every time they pass Earth. Like they're on Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. <laughs> yo, yo, lock up. <laughs> Yo, we're passing Earth. We're not there's in good definitely, Lock up, lock yeah, up. Everybody roll up your windows. <laughs> yep, roll up your windows. <laughs> we don't know when these motherfuckers are really going to get space flight, so we don't take any chances. <laughs> <laughs> On January 16, 2019, the DIA released a list of 38 research titles pursued by the program in response to the Freedom of Information Act. Uh, this Who submitted was... the request? Oh, sorry, you were about to say. <laughs> Jesus, bro, relax. I got yeah. excited. Who was it by? Who did it? Tell me. <laughs> Who Talk did you it? Son of a bitch. Which one of you did it? <laughs> the, re- the the request was by uh, was my Stephen, request. Uh, was by Stephen Aftergood, who was the director of the Federation of Stephen American Dorf. Scientists Project on <laughs> Government Secrecy. Stephen Dorf. The That's Federation terrible. of American Scientists Project on Government Secrecy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. When now. I tell you yeah. that there is too much misappropriation of funds, this is, fix the pothole outside of my fucking house. Jesus Christ. Well, yeah, that's got. Actually, you have a better chance of getting Jesus to fix it than. Oh, fuck. The state of Florida. <laughs> uh, one of the research topics was traversable wormholes, stargates, and negative energy which was led by Eric W. Davis of Earth Tech International, Inc., which was founded by Harold Putoff, um, who was uh, formerly involved in Project Stargate. Like the Showtime show? Uh, we, yep. we, we James, talked about uh, Harold Putoff. movie vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Another project was called Invisibility Cloaking and was headed by a German scientist, Ulf Leonhardt, um, who's a professor at the Wiseman Institute of Science in Israel. Ulf okay. Leonard? Really? Hmm? Ulf. I like the the uh, name Ulf. Not everybody can have, like, stereotypical American names if they don't live in America, Steve. <laughs> I didn't... I said I like the name Ulf, not I don't like it. Uh, another title associated with the uh, program was... Uh, warp drive, dark energy, and the manipulation of extra dimensions, which was uh, attributed to a, a theoretical physicist named Richard Obusi. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Richard Obusi <laughs> fucked up and gave us extra dementia, not dimensions. Exactly. Oops. Oh, Obusi. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sounds like something uh, Winnie the Pooh says. Oh, Obusi. <laughs> Uh, one of his papers was released to the public by Popular Mechanics, 
on February 14, wow. 2020. Wow, that's... It's a, it's, it's, he's an Irish gay man. Okay. Robert Dobussy. Robert Dobussy. <laughs> of the New England Dobussies. <laughs> um, the, the paper was titled uh, Critical Medical Acute and Subacute uh, Field Effects of a Human Dermal and Neurological Tissues. Um, it was written by a Christopher Kit Green, who was a former uh, CIA agent and forensic clinician and neuroscientist who described as, quote-unquote, focused on forensically assessing uh, accounts of injuries that could have resulted uh, from claimed encounters with the UAP. Can you imagine being that guy who's filing a workers' comp claim because he, like, fucking jammed his finger against the UFO? <laughs> and they're trying to be like, so what happened? He's like... I can't talk about it, but I slam my finger, wink, wink, in a door, wink, wink, that it's it's out of this world. A door that doesn't exist. <laughs> wink, wink. Where did you, how did you get this burn on your hand? All right, so I touched this thing that was ultra hot, but I can't tell you what it is. <laughs> Just... You ever touch an exhaust pipe? <laughs> <laughs> Um, like in, the, the way he said it, it was just like something like a drunk guy in a bar asks you, you know? Hey, kids, before you leave, you ever just touch an exhaust pipe? <laughs> Why don't you go out there and start your car? I'll be out there in a minute. Oh, my God. But in 2019, then, uh, then former Senator Reid uh, would defend his legacy on ATIP saying, uh, quote-unquote, when I was contacted by the New York Times, they said they wanted to do a story on UFOs and the money you got, the, the $22 million. And I said, I am happy to do that story as long as we are not talking about little green men. If you want to talk about science, I'm all in. Um, and fuck? that is how I looked at this. So essentially saying, like, if you want to talk about what I did for this program, mm -hmm. as long as you want to talk about, like, it in scientific terms, we're fine. But when you start talking about, like, aliens, that's where he backs out. Okay, so scientifically, did you fucking alien, Harry? <laughs> <laughs> you like that? Smart. Um, in June of 2019, uh, Harry Reid stated about his time in ATIP, when I was contacted by the New York Times, they said they wanted to do a story on UFOs. And money, um, and the money you got, the $22 million, I said, I'm happy to do that story, as long as we're not talking about little green men. If you want to talk about science, I'm all in, and that's how I looked at this. Did you just read the same thing for again? For the second time, hey, I love it. I am here for it. <laughs> hmm. Oh, that Topo Chico's working overtime, isn't it? <laughs> hmm. Well, I might have read the second thing twice. Yeah. Um, yeah. You just want to drive the point home that, that Harry Reid was not going to talk about Gumby. Or, I'm sorry, Little Green Men. <laughs> Gumby. That is that is true. You talk about Gumby. And on, on June 25th, 2021, the U.S. Office of the Director of National... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a hell of a slur on 2021. <laughs> what? You just I'm sorry, sorry, I'm on. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead. I love you, buddy. The U.S. Office of the Director of National Intelligence released a preliminary report on UAPs largely centered on evidence gathered in the last 20 years from the U.S. Navy reports. Hmm. Uh, the report came to the conclusion that UAPs were, quote-unquote, based on a lack of sufficient data to determine the nature of mysterious flying objects observed by military pilots, including whether they are advanced earthly technologies, atmospherics, or an extraterrestrial nature. I'm going um, with extraterrestrial. That's the camp I'm in. Though in a limited number of incidences, uh, UAPs reportedly appeared to exhibit unusual flight characteristics, including high velocity uh, breaking the sound barrier. Uh, 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 and they would do such without breaking the sonic boom. They would also display a high maneuverability, not able to be replicated otherwise, and long-duration uh, long flight and ability to submerge into water. Oh, okay. I understand what you're saying, <clears throat> that they could break the speed of sound but not have the sonic boom that comes along with it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so some of the UAPs appeared to move 
with no discernible means of propulsion, and it was noted that the alleged high speeds of maneuvers would normally destroy any craft that did such. Mm. So um, the, the really interesting thing about the Pentagon UFO videos is there's one in particular where there's a long shot of this thing, and it's it's on a heat, like an infrared heat camera. And if you're looking at it, normally if you would be looking at it, you know, under any sort of normal plane or helicopter, you would see heat emanating from the engine or the rotor or the engines off on the wings. This thing mm-hmm. has nothing in particular that is showing any sort of radiant heat or heat emanating from any particular place that would suggest some type of engine or propulsion capability like, you know, a rotor or something like that, which is even makes it even more fucking wild because you're like, what is this thing? Mm. Um, It's been noted that these observations uh, could be the result of sensor errors, spoofing, or observer uh, misperception, and that they require uh, additional rigorous analysis. A combination of those things every time. Can you tell me what those potential errors could be again one more time? Uh, Dumb. Sensor errors, spoofing, or observer misperception. I thought you said boofing. I think he did say boofing. That's why I needed to hear that a second time. Spoofing. <laughs> boofing. Spoofing. They're Fucking, taking the whole plane uh, yeah, and shoving Kavanaugh. it right up their ass. Brett Kavanaugh made all the UFOs <laughs> in college. <laughs> boofed them out. Hey, we got to be kind to Brett Kavanaugh because he went woke when they went after Budweiser. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't take away my water. <laughs> I need I it to boof. I like beer. <laughs> yeah, I like that beer. Um, that grown man cried like that. Jesus Christ! How do you how do you how do you cry? Me and Squiggy and how do you cry in your hearing and get on the Supreme Court? To me, that is it's not unmanly. It's just unprofessional. You know, Sandra Day O'Connor and Ruth Bader Ginsburg were looking at him like you're such a pussy. (laughs) Oh yeah, you have no idea what's about to happen. Have you guys have you heard the most recent Chapo episode on um, Clarence Thomas? Pretty I not. good, yeah. man. Oh, uh, don't ruin it. Yeah, I, I bought not. the book of the guy they were talking about. I might about. get it, too. It was very interesting. I'm in the midst of the last podcast on the left's uh, Manhattan Project. It's the same, uh, but they're both they're about horror. Yeah, yeah, different kinds, <laughs> but yeah. Um, The report indicated that in most cases, UAP recordings uh, probably were of physical objects and not false readings, as possible instances had been detected by different sensor mechanisms, including visual observation. Uh, the report also stated, quote-unquote, that UAP probably lack a single explanation and proposed five possible categories of explanation. Okay. They're airborne clutter, natural atmospheric phenomena, U.S. government or industry development technology, foreign craft, and an other category. It was swamp gas. Yeah, swamp gases. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Listen, I got swamp ass right now. Okay, so I got swamp gas for you. Mm-hmm. It's fucking UFOs. Why can't they just say it? The report raised obviously concerns about the UAPs uh, could be a safety issue with regard to possible collision with U.S. aircraft, and that they could pose a security threat if they were foreign craft gathering information about the U.S. Uh, the report indicated that investigation of the topic would continue, including development of reporting protocols. The report also indicated that of the sightings reported, all except one confirmed as a weather balloon lacked sufficient information to attribute um, a specific explanation or explanations. Hmm. In early 2023, an object was filmed by two MQ-9 drones in South Asia that was initially believed to be a quote-unquote truly anomalous but was later described as, quote-unquote, a shadow image. On April 19, 2023, the Pentagon released uh, another video focusing from an MQ-9 drone uh, footage uh, from the Middle East depicting an unidentified aerial object. Um, One Sean K. uh, Kirkpatrick, uh, director of the Pentagon's All-Domain Anomaly uh, Resolution Office, uh, briefed the Senate Armed Services Committee um, that it quote unquote resembled a small metallic orb, and this is the video. If you've seen it, um, it's the one where the uh, the orb just sort of like floats by the the drone footage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, however, 
Uh, Kirkpatrick said they were unable to fully identify anything from the video. Um, yeah. The old. The All-Domain Anomaly uh, Resolution Office, the AARO, is an office within the United States Office of the Secretary of Defense that investigates unidentified uh, flying objects um, and other phenomena in the air, sea, and or space and or land, uh, sometimes referred to as the Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon or Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon um, or Unidentified Anomalous Phenomenon or UAP. Um, AARO was preceded by the Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon Task Force, the UAPTF, a program within the Office of Naval Intelligence used to standardize collection and reporting of sightings of UFOs. The UAPTF was detailed in a June 2020 hearing by the United States Senate uh, Select Committee on Intelligence. The UAPTF issued a preliminary report um, in June of 2021, and in July of 2022, it was announced that the UAPTF will be succeeded Christ. as an organization by AARO. Too many TLDs. I'm feeling like I'm in Ben Stein's classroom in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. But this is part of the thing that these are the organizations that examine UFOs. What you need to know is that the ATIP was looking at UFOs from 2007 to 2012. UAPTF was looking at UFOs from 2017 to 2020, and the AARO was looking at UFOs from 2020 to present. So the AARO is the current organization that's looking at unidentified phenomenon in the skies um, at this time. And the AARP is trying to figure out unidentified people walking around who don't know who they are because they're old. Well, they just have to go to the fake bus stop, and then they will find them. Oh god, dementia is terrible. It's absolutely heartbreaking to see it happen. Um, and in, in June of 2023, uh, a NASA study task force held its first public meeting and showed uh, the uh, further a uh, UAP footage uh, during its briefing on it. Um, it would not sort of say that you know we don't we don't know what this is uh, in regards to like it being like you know another intelligence, just just sort of like in hinting at that. Like, this is going on, we don't think you should be alarmed by it, that that type of thing. Right. Okay. That That is the end of our part one on UFO disclosure, and in the next part, we'll, we'll talk about Grush and his uh, So are there UFOs? Oh, boy. Listen, uh, are there? I, yes, there are. But aside from the fact that there's five million fucking uh, government acronyms and agencies to try to keep track of. Quite like, a few, huh? It's kind of unnecessary. Kind and of a it lot. It just kind of brings back to, uh, I need you to fix the fucking pothole outside of my goddamn house before <laughs> you motherfuckers put together one uh, more committee to think about putting together a committee that might investigate UFOs. Just do yourself a... Do this and only defecate in the pothole from now on for a year. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'll definitely fix it. I'm going to start super gluing dildos into the pothole. So there you go. Your car hits it. It's just yeah. the dildos kind of keep it. Don't super glue it, by the way. Get that, like, industrial solvent that comes in, like, a paint can and just fill the pothole <laughs> with that and just put Get dildos that out tight. Just, just ruin a paintbrush. Yeah. Just pasting that dildo to the ground. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> All uh, right. With that said, uh, I gotta go because the sex shop closes Big at ten o'clock, and the glue shop closes at nine. So you have to do this tomorrow. Good night. Bye. Good night. <laughs>